It's going to be kind of a continuation from last week. So last week we we um, we laid the groundwork of the different mahalchem um, and tshuva from different rishonim. This week I want to talk about a, a specific case where there's much more discussion about the different mahalchem of tshuva, and that's um, a mishumim. Now, bimei chazal. Someone converting to a different religion was, was very, very rare. People did all sorts of averis, and you could become a mummer on a lot of different counts. You could become a mummer Zara, a mummer Kashros, a mummer for Shabbos. You could become a mummer on a lot of different counts, and there was many different types of mummer that a person could become. You could become a mummer Lahachas, a mummer Teyavain. There's, there's, and, and all of those things needed tshuva, but, but Saif Kal Saif, they were just averis. They needed tshuva the way an Avera needed tshuva. Later on, about a thousand years ago, give or take, is when it started becoming an issue of people switching religions. People would become Meshumet and change to a different religion. They would, you know, get baptized was, was uh, the most popular one, and they would change religions. Now, maybe a, dr- a tiny bit earlier, call it in the Saif Tkufa Sagoinim. Now, the, the first one to write very strongly to lay down the the had a look at a Meshumid, someone who, who converts to another religion, had a look at him, and yeah, this is Rabbeinu Gershon. There's a tshuva in, it's, it's in the Marami Rotenberg, Rabbeinu Gershon doesn't have his own tshuva, so it's in the Marami Rotenberg, who has a few, a smattering of Rabbeinu Gershon's tshuvas in there. And in tshuva, tough, tough, kof, chaf, ches, the Marami Rotenberg quotes, he brings the entire piece, the Shailah with the tshuva, and then he adds on his own paisafas to the, to the Nidin. He brings from, from, from the Rabbeinu Gershon as follows. He wants to know someone who became a Meshumid, and, and became a Catholic, is, is what he's talking about. Is he Yerush the Nechassim of his father or not? That's the child that Gershon was asked. So, so just as a, as a side note, it's, it's interesting to know that Rabbi Gershon himself had a son who became a Catholic. And Rabbi Gershon sat shiva on him twice. He sat seven days when he became a Catholic and seven days when he died. And this is brought down in, in most of the G'day L'Rishenim. The Arzurua, the Kalbai, the Marami Rotenberg, so it's an authenticated story. It's not like some sort of uh, myth. Rabbi Nagershin himself had a child who, who became a Catholic. So he writes on this topic, Rabbi Nagershin says that a, a, a Yid who becomes a Catholic loses his connection to his father. He's not considered a Yerushin, he's not considered Zari anymore. It's as if he's a brand new person. And he says he'll bring you a Raya. Because Hashem made lots of promises to the Avis, to Avram, to Yitzhak, to Yaakov about all sorts of Yerushas and Nachos that were going to come to their family. And he says all those things were only Niskayim with, with Rino, with Yitzvah, with Yaakov, with the Shvatim, all those, those, uh, those, those Shvuas that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made to give Nachla to, to the Avis were all Niskayim only through the Jewish kids of the Avis, not through the, the non-Jewish kids of the Avis. So he says it's a Raya that if someone becomes Meshumid and goes with the Arach and becomes a Catholic, he no longer maintains any Yichus to his, to his Jewish family. And then he says, in a better way, he says, He says, HaKadosh Baruch made all sorts of chayvis um, for, 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 for Klai Yisrael. Hashem told Klai Yisrael that we're going to go to Galos, that we're going to go to Mitzrayim, that we're going to have to become slaves. He says, with who did Hashem, did Hashem choose to be Mekayim, these chayvis? Only with the children that came from Avram Avinu, from Yitzhak, and from Yaakov. So you see, Vaita, that Hashem was only meyachas, the, 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 the yichas of Avram Avinu was only meyuchas to, to the children that stayed Jewish. So says Rabbi Nagarshan, and he ends off like this, that they're not considered Jewish at all. Now, the Marami Rumber continues the tshuva and brings from other contemporary Rishonim from his time, who were chaylik and Rabbi Nagarshan, and who, who lightened it, even starting with Rashi. 
who lightened it up and said, you know, maybe they're maybe they are cold, maybe they're not cold. They lightened it up a little bit. Now, oh, so that's so that's the question. So that's where the chuva aspect comes in. Now, I, I just want to want to really I, this is really what I should have started with. I have to just contrast it. The, there's a, a klal everybody knows that the Yisrael Af Bishachati Yisrael, right? It's a, it's a klal everyone was raised on. It, the Chassidim made it very popular, and certain branches of Chassidim made it even more popular. But Yisrael Af Bishachati Yisrael, that's a klal that we nemon. Now, where it comes from is the Gemara in Sanhedrin. The Gemara tells the story of Achan. Achan was, was uh, just to recap quickly, when Yeshua came to Yisrael to conquer, to do, to do Kivash Aretz, Yeshua came in, and the first city that Yeshua was Kivash was Yerichai, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Yeshua, or Yeshua stood on his own, to make a cherim on all the, the, the nechassim that would come from Yerichai, that it should all be the Gevoyah, it should all go to the, to the Mishkan. So Yeshua makes a cherim, and one person violates the cherim. Achan violates the cherim, and he takes from the nechassim of Yerichai into his own tent. Now, the next day, Yeshua goes out to battle with the city of Ai, and 36 people are killed. And Yeshua is heartbroken. He's, he's crestfallen. He goes to Hashem and he says, how could it be? You told us to come to be Kavish or Yisrael and ask now people died. Have you left us? What's going on? And HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Yeshua ben Nebuah that no, you made a cherim and someone was pegay in the cherim. So Yeshua says, so tell me who and I'll, I'll take care of it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Am I a, I'm a Lashon Hara guy. I'm the guy you're going to ask and I'm going to tattle on who did it. Go figure out on your own who did it. So Yeshua has a whole elaborate gyro system that he sets up. He takes the Urm Batumim and he narrows down first which Shevet it is, then which Mishpach it is, and then which family it is. And finally he has Achan standing in front of him and he says, Achan, ten toida, admit it. Don't make, me, don't make me squeeze it out of you. And Achan says, okay, I admit it. And the Gemara Sanhedrin says, because he admitted it, that was the tshuva and, and Achan has a chelik alam haba. So the Gemara Sanhedrin retells this, this story of Achan with a little more detail. And it says, the, the Pasuk when it says, it says, Hashem tells Yeshua, Chata Yisrael. Yisrael did Naveira, Vigam Kachashu, Vigam Shalchu Yadam, Vigam two more Lashainis that the Pasik says. The Pasik says five Lashainis of Pigiyah, Naveira, that Klaisel did. So the Gemara Dashans, Avar Achan al Kolchamishi Chom Shatayra. Vaisis Achan was really a, a bad guy, Bachal. This wasn't his first rodeo with, with Aveira. Achan was over on everything. And, and still, the Gemara Dashans, it says Chata Yisrael. Uh, I don't remember That's where the Gemara gets the drasha from From Achon, who the Gemara elaborates And said, did all sorts of Dvar and Ram The Gemara goes into detail with lots of drushes, But specific Averis that Achon committed Achon still was called Chati Yisrael and The Gemara says Asa, if a, if a Hadas grows Amongst a bunch of lower Lower level uh, growths It's still called a Hadas It maintains its Chashivas and its beauty So to a Yid, Afvishachati Yisrael now that is the general posture for all Averis. No matter how severe, how chamer and Averis that a person does, Chazal say, Chata Yisrael, Yid is still Yisrael. But the Rambamurk is coming off of what, what, the, what the Rabbeinu Gershon, Mara Gaila, is coming off of what he's trying to address is Yana Gemara. He's saying, even though normally we have in the background that Chata Yisrael, the person always maintains his Yichos, Chach, the fact that he's Yisrael, his Yichos, where he comes from, he maintains, that gets cut off if a person becomes a Meshomim. So now the question is, so is there an extra step of gerus that needs to, be, needs to be imposed over here that wouldn't usually be for, for tshuva? So now there's a, there's a, so let's start like this. There's a few types of, of uh, additional, additional things that could be added to someone who's a mishomer. Now, I, I guess really for starters, we should start with the rekeach, who, we, who, we, start, who we, we talked about last week. But all the tshuvas on Mishkel. I, I printed out the paper if I could just find it. I took it off my computer. The Rekeach, oh, here it is. 
the Rikeach, just, just to show the, the, the goalpost, I guess, where we could be starting from. The Rikeach says as follows. It says, the Kaifer Be'ikr, Hare Avar Al Kola Teiru. He's over in the whole Teiru. V'tzarach Lahaser Edi Av Me'olav. He has to take off his outer coat. V'chol Malbusha Yakar, all expensive clothing that he has. V'yisavil V'yivke V'yitzdarer Kamashan. Doesn't say an amount. Says he should be mitzdarer and misavil several years. And then he says B'chol Yah every day. V'yashkel Ruchei and he should be very downtrodden. V'yisvad Shloisha Pam B'chol Yah. He should do vidui three times a day. V'leyoych Habas V'leyish Tiyayin. He shouldn't wash or eat meat or drink wine for these amount of years, which again, he doesn't say it's has my amount of years, several years. He shouldn't eat wine, eat, eat, eat the meat or drink wine or wash himself. Once a month, he could, he could uh, shampoo his hair a little bit. That's the exception to the no bathing rule. He can't go on any trips or any walks. He can go for shavarachas. Then, 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 he, then he ends off. And it, so, just as a, as a goalpost, where where it could be starting from the rekeach, obviously as a vidzar is the is the, the more, possibly the most chamer there. The rekeach says a very extreme form of tshuva samishkal of what is needed. Now, other rishonim, lemashal the the arzurua, for example, the arzurua says the arzurua says that a person who became a mishumid and wants to come back, so he says he has to go to the mikvah. He needs a tefila, and he needs a tefila. Now the shaila is what that tefila is. So. Some Rishonim seem to learn that that tefillah is midin gerus. Just like a ger needs a tefillah, the kabul al-atzme, the Kedushas Yisrael. So a Mishumid also needs this new tefillah, like a ger, to be makabal on himself, the Kedushas Yisrael. Other Rishonim learn that it's something a little more, a little more simple. There's a, a Avastar of Nassim, where the Avastar of Nassim tells a story of uh, Riva Achas, there was a girl who was captured by the Goyim, and she lived with them for several years. And she lived with them, you know, b'mleimu v'namila. She did, her entire life was, was with them. And after a few years, she was able to make a break for it and she became free. And says, the officer of Nasa says, the Chachamim told her, so go be taival in the mikvah to be matar yourself from the, the lifestyle that you lived for the last few years. So there are Rishayinim, the Mashal, the Rav brings down, Rav Yazir brings down that, that the officer of Nasa is the Makar. He calls it a Yerushalmi. He says, Isa Yerushalmi, but most of them later on feel that the Makar that he's really quoting, the words that come out the same, the Makar he's quoting is the Avastar of Nasan, and whatever Xavyad that the Ravya had, was, this was part of the Yerushalmi, not the Babli, so he calls it the Yerushalmi. He says, Isa Yerushalmi, that uh, a Mishomid who comes back has to be Taival in the Mikvah to be Matar himself from the Averis that he did. So there, there is a nuanced difference in between the way the Azurua says it and the way the Ravya says it. The way the Azurua says it, the Azurua sounds like he's saying it, Mitam Gerus. A person needs to be machnas himself, may Thomas have the Chavim, like Kedushas Yisrael. Kedushas Yisrael is a din of Gerus. The way the Rav Yoss says it, the Rav Yoss is saying it more midin kapara, so to speak. Just like we go to the mikvah and Yom Kippur, or, or Kayin goes to the mikvah, or Tomei Meis goes to the mikvah. Midin, midin, midin tahara. Midin tahara. That a person who has givisa Thomas that are attached to him, midin tahara, he has to go to the mikvah. So, so the Akhrenim feel like there's a machlik, it's the Rav Yoss and the, and the, and the, and the Arzurua, if there's a din Gerus over here or not. At the Kaf, there, there's a chuva from the Rashbash where he brings down the Radvaz and the Rashbash both bring down that there were sheetas that held that a, a mashuma that was chayzer needed hatafastam bris. Even though he has a mila, he needs hatafastam bris, which, which again is exactly like Gerus. He needs a, a kilo, a new bris mila to come back in, into, into, into Klaizro. Now, there is a, another uh, minig, I guess you could call it, that's quoted by the Paiskin. Um, and that's as follows. There's a, in, in Hilchas Geirus, in Simon Rishon and Ches, in, in Yeridea, there's a, a Ramah, who the Ramah brings down, he's quoting from a Shumas Hadashin and other Rishonim, that there was a Minig that a Mashumah, the Mom, he calls a Momor Mashumah Shechazar, the Din is, he says, that we, we do Taglachas Bechol Bufe, like a Mitzayra. But a Mitzayra would, the, the culmination of a Mitzayra is a few weeks 
of the of the process of Mitzayra, he would get a taglachas, right? He would shave his head from head to toe, every every strand of hair that's on his body. So the 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 and other Rishonim that the Ramah quotes says there's a din of taglachas by a Mishum Chazan. He needs to be now. It's very unclear what the reason for this is. The some say it's them with the Mitzayra, some say it's them with the Leviim. Like when with the Leviim, when they when they dedicated their life to start the Avodah, at the time when the Levi became old enough at 30 years old to serve, and he dedicated his life to Avodah, he also had Taglachas, they would shave him holding here. So Kilo, when a person's making that commitment to rededicate himself to, to the Avodah of Kaddish Baruch, who's coming from being a Catholic or a Muslim, and he's dedicating himself to be in the Avodah of Kaddish Baruch, maybe that's the reason, it's very unclear what the reason is, but Akabanim, it's clear there was such a minute. And, and the, the Taz, Afinar, in Rashi Mechas, brings from Marshal, that Marshal says himself, that was certainly the minute after a few hundred years ago that they would do a, a, a taglachas, a tefillah b'mikvah, possibly a tafas d'ambris, and, and the fourth component that, that's brought down in Vaiskim is kabbalas chaveris. It's a din in Demai that an Amaretz is, 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 an Amaretz is food is considered the suspect. We don't know if he was mafresh, all the, all the matnaskun that need to be, ma- that need, need to be separate from him. We assume he took chuma, because chuma is a deraisa, but we don't assume that he took maestros and other other matanas that need to be uh, separated from, from, the, from the food. So the din is that if, if Amaretz wants to be Yitzit from the Chlal of an Amaretz and come to be someone who can be trusted, he needs something called Kabbalah's Chaveris with Neshleishim. Now, it's uh, very similar to what a ger needs. A ger also needs a Kabbalah's Mitzvah with Neshleishim. So again, it's just different words, and it's something that a Jew could do, but it's a similar thing in being Kabbalah's, a, a new sort of like a Kabbalah's oil. The moment the Mishumar has to come and be Kabbalah oil in front of him. Now, these are all the different Gerus light type of things that you find in the in the Rishayim of Adam Hashem. Now, I think we know that today nobody does this anymore. No one who who, who comes back from being a, a, you know fry or even from being a different religion does all these these steps anymore. They become about Shuvah like everybody else becomes about Shuvah. So I'll just show as follows. There's a there's a there's a uh, the, the, in the Zara in Kuf Nun Ches in the last seminar in Hilchavet Zara the Shulchan Aruch talks about. What happens to, if, if, uh, if you have the ability to kill a Nebid of Edizar, what are you supposed to do? So there's a din we know we pass in, that Meridim V'lay Maile. If someone is a Nebid of Edizar, or someone converted and became a Catholic, there's a din of Meridim V'lay Maile, which means that you don't be a dying, go and kill him. But if it, if it presents itself, the opportunity presents itself to not help him in a manner where you won't get in trouble, he fell into a bar and you hear him screaming and you just walk by, so that's the din. The Gemara of Zara says, "Read the Vleimayim." The Gemara of Zara, "Read the Vleimayim." It's not your. You just you let him die where he is. So now the Shofnar brings down that that applies for a guy in Avinu Zara. The Shofnar says that also applies for a Meshum Yisrael, someone who became a Catholic, someone who converted, who left the religion and becomes another religion. So Shofnar says that he um, he also has this din of Read the Now the Ramah throws in over there a one like a, a small nakuda, and it comes from a Chumah Sadash, and I'll just read it from the Chumah Sadash. The Ramah brings down over there. He says that the Amumur Shayatza Vinishtamid and he lived his whole life, he says, Nishtakea Mibin Umasalam. He lived his entire life blended into the guy. And the Ramah says, Afal Pikain, if he tries to come back, you shouldn't make it too difficult for him. That's a Dharma, just a line like that. Which is a, like an interesting psaq. The Ramah says if he tries to come back, you shouldn't make it too difficult for him. So now what he's quoting the Makaris from Chumas Sadashan that says as follows. They asked the Chumas Sadashan, a mummer who was Yatsam Nachlal, he left the religion, he became a Catholic. What does he need to do to come back? So says the Chumah Sadashan, a very, very sympathetic Chumah. Says the Chumah Sadashan as follows. Yireh, Don't add on too many things to him to make him on, on, his, on, his, on his travels back. 
Reshasure Ra Yosem Ibal Sharaliris. He has a, his, his temperament is poor. He's he's coming from a very tough spot. Vishahurgul bin Hanachram, he got very used to the lifestyle that he lived amongst the Gayim, Bakal Shrius Libai. He was able to live to his heart's content and do whatever he wanted. He might not even follow through with it if you make it too hard for him. He found the Sefer Mitzvah Sakasar. Don't give him Sigufim and all sorts of hoops to jump through that you would normally give about Tshuva. But this is a great line. He says, There's nothing worse than what he's suffering every single day. He's separating himself. He has, he, the, what the Chumash Sedashim is ultimately saying is, he has 613 Sigufim already. He lived as a free man, so to speak. He was able to do whatever he wanted. And today he came back, and he's living with all the rules and restrictions of from Jew. He says, that's plenty Sigufim for him. And he's, he says he's bearing the burden of his Tshuva, his Makabal of Kol Yayim, the the Pachat, the Bahala, he's living like a Yid, in Galus, and, and because of that, he says, you should leave him alone. <laughs> now, now uh, nearly that, where the, the Velt's moving away, so to speak, from all the extra hoops that were placed in front of a, of a Meshumid coming back, in our world, comes from this Ramah with the Shema Sadashin. In the Svardi world, so there, there it's much more clear. In the Svardi world, after the, 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 the Girish Svard, you know, in 1492, when it was a much bigger population of people who became uh, Christians, Catholics at, the, at one time, and it was a much more, it was a bigger problem that had to be dealt with. It wasn't just uh, a guy here, a guy there in the town, you had to ask a child what to do with him. It was a much more en masse problem. And therefore there they felt, and, and the pressures were different, they felt it wasn't a real, they didn't really convert, they became converted just uh, to, you know, to satisfy the requirements of the government what they needed to. So there was a much more, uh, Call it an ayin of a lenient, you know, outlook towards it that all the Svari Paisim expressed that, that allowed them back in with a much easier, a much easier, much lower barrier of entry. Ad that that the the the, 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 the something in the field that we say called nidre, we start off we say aldas hamakim aldas hakol anamatirim lispalim avaryanim. It's a very strange thing to start off the field with. I don't know if anyone stopped and thought about it. Right before we start called nidre, we have this thing where we say anamatirim lispalim avaryanim. We allow ourselves or we allow the avaryanim to join us and daven with us. Now, the real makar for it comes from Amar Chai, from a long time ago, which was when Kehillahs had specific takanas, and if you're over on the takana of the Kehillah, you were in Kherim, and part of the Kherim was that you couldn't be Mitzvah for a minion. And the, built into these Haramas, the Kehillahs felt like, don't exclude them on the Yom Rom, let them come in Kippur and have a kapara. But that was just like a, a small time minig, it existed in, in small packets, little things. When it really became popular, if you look in old Machzarim, like from, even from, from Nusukhvil in the old Machzarim, you'll see, on the bottom it says, that when there was thousands and thousands of people who lived their whole year as Anusim, as, as Catholics, but inside they still had a strong, you know, regesh and a feeling towards Yiddishkeit. So the Kehillahs were masakin that they should start the feeling in Kippur to make them feel welcome. And there's even nuschayis of this in Ladino, like not in Lashon Kaidish, and whatever the lingua franca, whatever they spoke in those days was, to, to just, it was like a welcome. It was like, we see a lot of strange faces here today, people who don't usually, you know, frequent the shul. Don't worry, you, you could have them with us. They, they borrowed the Nusach of the, of the Mardchai Zataras Khairim and used it to just say, you know, come on, come on, you're welcome, come down with us. Because they did not want to make a very high barrier for, uh, for, for, for Mumram to come back. Now, I'll just uh, share what I think is a very interesting story of one Mumra's uh, saga of Tshuva that I think is interesting and it's, it's indicative of what, you know, the mindset and, and, and how we let them back in. Uh, I just, I brought show and tell. 
If you walk around Yerushalayim on Chav on every year you'll see the exact same Pachkevil hanging. I printed it out. It's rare because it has, it says, Hayoyim Yoyim Hayartai Shalat Professor HaKadosh of Yaakov Yisrael Dehan. You will not see another Pachkevil in Meisharim that says a Professor HaKadosh. Professors are definitely not called Kedoshim in, in that segment of the world. It's a very, and, and if you look in the bottom, it says, you know, just Lohitzi, so no one should have any problem. It says, Nusach HaZikaron HaAchron Shalbireinu HaRava Tzadik Rav Amram Bloizatzal. This is written in Rav Amram Bloiz Ksav, so no one should have any, uh, no one walking there should have a thought, throw an egg. It's, this is kosher. So now it's a, it's a strange uh, Pachkevil. It needs an explanation of what the story is. I don't know if, if I'm, I'm saying things that are you do it to everybody or not, but I'll share the story. There was a, there was a professor. His name was uh, Dr. Dr. Jacob Dahan, uh, Jacob Dahan is what he went by most of his life. Yaakov Yisrael Dahan. He was born in uh, Holland, one of 18 children, to a shaykhit, a rabbi <coughs> from family in Holland, in about 1880. As a teenager already, he went off the darach, he went to seminary. He never completed seminary to become a, a priest or whatever, but he went to seminary to, to learn Catholicism. He married a Catholic woman who was older than him. He had children with her. He became a lawyer. He was extremely articulate. He was a, like a literary giant. Even today still, there are there's museums and there's uh, like, um, what do you call it, like memorials for him in Amsterdam and Holland and Belgium. He's a literary giant in Dutch. He didn't write much in, in, in uh, languages we could read, but in Dutch and later in Hebrew, he was a literary giant. And he, he was very fried. Okay, now in, in 1910 or 11, it was the Mendel Bylas trials, where, where it's the, from the most recent real blood libels, where there was a Jew who was put on trial for a blood libel in, 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 in Russia, and he sat in jail for a while, and ultimately, Klal Yisrael as a whole, including American Jewry, marshaled a tremendous amount of, of finances and, and put together like a, a dream team, like an O.J. Simpson team of lawyers, and they got him out. And they had rabbis speak there. It was, it was a, there's books about it. It was a crazy story in its own. Now, being a journalist, Jacob Dahan went to Russia in 1912 to do like a sikor of the prison system in Russia. Like he following up after the Bailas trials, he went to do an expose about the prison system in Russia. Now, he does an expose over there and he comes across the, the horrible conditions that Jews find themselves in and it's a tip them a little bit. Already he's starting to feel like I should do better. My Jewish identity is, is, is lacking. I should do better. So as he comes in 1914 during World War I, he was like a quasi-diplomat in Holland, and he was in a room where they were debating the future of Jews and you know, Israel. And it, was, it was as the Turkish Empire was falling apart and Israel was coming into play, Palestine was coming into play, they were discussing it, and he said the tone of everyone took over there was like uh, totally disrespectful and abusive of Jews. And he said, I'm standing there and I'm thinking, Am I not a Jew? I'm also a Jew. How do I sit here and listen to how, how they talk like this? And he writes, and, and the reason I'm, I'm choosing him is because I think it's hard to find a first-hand account of someone writing his Chuva Odyssey like him. He was articulate and he wrote a lot, and he wrote about his Chuva Odyssey, and he writes, I'm standing there in the room there with the diplomats, and it's as if I heard a baskel that came out that said, Shuva Yisrael, come back. And his name was Yisrael. His name is Yaakov Yisrael. He says, as if I heard a baskel that says, Shuvi Yisrael, Yisrael, do Shuvi. You don't belong where you are anymore. And, and he does do Shuvi, but I'll just, I'll just jump ahead for a second. He, for the rest of his life on his desk, on his working desk, he had two plaques with two psukim. One said Shuvi Yisrael, the whole Pasuk Shuvi Yisrael, the Shem Lekecha. And one said the Pasuk that we say in the Valtzi, in the Valtzi, in Goyal, Shavit Pesha, Yaakov. His other name was Yaakov, Yaakov Yisrael. Two psukim where his names are Musker, in direct Shuvis, like exhorting Klai Yisrael, in direct psukim. 
exhorting Klai to do tshuva. And he kept those on his desk forever. So now he writes um, some poetry. When he, when, when he talks about a tshuva, he writes some poetry. He writes, uh, he's writing about how his life is afterwards as a firm Jew. I just, before we read his poetry, so, so let's just finish his story. So what happens is he moves there to Israel in 1914. He first tries to be a Zionist, to try to engage with the, you know, the, the Zionist movement there in Israel. He becomes very, very turned off by it. And he becomes as close as a person could become to Reis Vachem He was in Reis Vachem house every single day. They were partners, like, on the highest level. He becomes accepted amongst the most, like, stringent religious, you know, households in Yerushalayim. He becomes, like, a Balchuva on the highest level. He becomes Reis Vachem's, like, secretary. He translates the Eida Haredis's charter into English and sends it around to different government officials to legitimize them as a body, to show, like... There are another stream of Yiddishkeit. And, and ultimately what happens is that since he was an articulate uh, you know, uh, person, he had a very good relationship with Sir Herbert Samuel, who's the, the envoy from England to, to Palestine at that time. And he was busy convincing Sir Herbert, Sir Herbert Samuel that they don't need a country. We could just live under mandatory England like as a colony, like everyone else, it's fine. Which was the Eid Haredes position, and probably still is the Eid Haredes position. Now, the, the Zionist movement at the time took great offense to this, and they threatened him. There was an organization called Yad Hashkora, like some sort of, uh, you know, violent sub, uh, you know, like, I call it a terrorist group of some kind from, from, from the Zionists at that time. They threatened him. He didn't listen. And he was planning a trip to England in uh, 1924, his second trip to England to talk to her, Sir Herbert Samuel to, you know, to, to finish the deal. And on the eve of his trip, he was leaving Mincha in the Shari Tzedek Hospital on Rehov Yafo, and, and the two assassins came up and shot him three times in the heart and he dies there on the street. That's the end of his story. And he has a tremendous Leviah attended by thousands of Yerushalmis, all the, only the Fruma, the Friday newspapers all say like, good for him, he had it coming, deserved it. And he has a tremendous Leviah by all the Fruma, and, and he's buried in, still today, it's, I think it's today, it's up to his 98th yard site, still today, every day in his yard site, there's a poster that, that talks about the Tzitkas and, and, and the, the story of Tshuva that is Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael Dahan. Now, I just, I just want to read some of his, uh, his, little, his little poetry, how he describes his, his Tshuva Odyssey. He says, Lamashal here, Imalikim Sarisi, Lelikim Shirasi. He says, with, Hash, with, with Hashem I've served, and for Hashem is my song, Simcha Charata V'tchines Muvadan Liyenoi. The only thing that I'm left with is joy, Charata, and, and beseechment, and praying to Hashem to accept my Tshuva. Meaning, as a full-fledged Baal Tshuva, he's writing about his daily charata and trinist, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to accept his Tshuva. And he says, um, he says over here, he writes, HaKel Nasa Peshi, Hashem, you know, uh, absorbed, Kilu, has, has, has taken my sins, Elova Shuva, to him I'll return, El Chesed B'Rayv Rachm of Pocket, Hashem was Rachmanis, with, with his Rayv Rachmim, won't punish me and, and hold me accountable. Lachti B'Hilulus Drachim HaKal and I went with, you know, terrible ways. Hashem's ta- his, his dew of chesed will wash over me on my heart. Um, he writes, V'im tishal, he says, if you're going to ask, May yadata, how do I know? Higidli, how do I know Hashem forgave me? With laughter, I'll, I'll settle your question. He says, I'll answer you. My eyes will be made. Who see his heavens. My ears that hear the, the chirping of the birds. His handiwork. 
my heart, the depths of my heart will tell me of Hashem's Rachamim. I know my position, I know my role, I know my place. And with, with the great things, I'll lift my voice up to Hashem for accepting me back into the fold. Now, I, I, uh, I looked, there's, there's actually a, a whole sefer written by him, written about him from someone in Turikat that's called HaKadosh of Yaakov Dahan, you know, aptly named. Um, Kaddish in both ways, Kaddish that he did tshuva and Kaddish that he was Meisr Nefesh for, for, you know, authentic Yiddish guy. And, and in it, it brings the hesped of Reis of Chaim Zonnefeld that he gave at Leviah of Yaakov Dahan. And it, it, it's unclear if he picked up the, the, the talus cotton, the begot of tzitzis that was blood-soaked from the shooting, or he brought it up and mentioned the talus cotton that was soaked in blood. And he said, let this talus cotton that's mukhtar badam, that's, you know, sealed with blood, be made they should see it and you should remember all the mitzvahs of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So to say that this person who is now Mokhtar Badam came from being a full Meshomer, the full Mumer, to, to living his life Now, I'm sure there's nothing unique about this story, so to speak, in, in, in how the feelings of tshuva and the feelings of regret and charata that he lived with every day of his life and the shleimus of the tshuva. But when the tshuva says, is talking about it, he says, Take it easy on the Mishomer who comes back. Take it easy on, the, on the, the person who lived his entire life a different way who comes back because he's Surah Ra and he's walking around with, with this great achrayas of living a Teredika lifestyle after he didn't and this great charata of realizing what he did until now. This is L'chaira Mashal of what the Chumas Tadashan is talking about. Happy Sunday.